Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by patrons like Door to Door Geek. Support Switchcraft and my other content for as little as a dollar and get exclusive rewards at patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. Also by Audible. Get two free books when you sign up at runjumpstomp.com slash audible. This is episode 77 of Switchcraft. Welcome back, everybody. We're going to start with feedback like we usually do. Um, I've got four reviews to read for you guys today. Three of them are not good. Uh, Jay Cavuto, I hopefully I said that right, gave the show two stars and said that there are many better Nintendo podcasts out there. Um, Jay Cavuto, I definitely agree. Uh, I listen to a whole bunch of Nintendo podcasts. I listen to Nintendo Voice Chat, uh, Nintendo Powercast. I really enjoy uh, Power Time Podcast. So there's a lot of stuff out there. If this isn't your cup of tea, definitely check out the others. Uh, Seven Corbo uh, gave one star. He said, uh, just fall short of what other podcasts bring to the table. One person rattling off news by himself does not a good podcast make. Yeah, he has a nice voice. Thank you. Uh, but I can't stand it for so long, unbroken by any other voices or other opinion. That ma- That's what makes Nintendo Voice Chat so good. They have multiple people with diverse gaming backgrounds. One person just can't cover all the Switch has to offer from a place of authority. Well, Seven Corbo, this is the second time that you've reviewed the show, and I really appreciate the feedback. I also am happy that you, even though you're giving it one star, you're enjoying it enough to continue listening to it, because I think I read a review from you back on episode 50-something. So keep listening and keep giving me that feedback. I'll try and get better. About comparing my show to Nintendo Voice Chat, What you have to remember is that they've got the backing of a corporation behind them, and I'm just a guy in his house. If that's not your cup of tea, I totally understand. And like I just said to Jay Cavuto, there's a lot of really good stuff out there. Uh, But I think that you must enjoy the podcast a little bit because you keep listening. Anyway, uh, we've got one more uh, negative review. This is from JJ Echo. Uh, They gave one star, and they said it was a little one-note. That's fair. That's fair. Um, Let's get a rebuttal or a retort from Mark Raymond. Mark Raymond reviewed the show, and they said it's the best Switch podcast, period. Gather around, kids. Let me tell you why I think this podcast is the absolute pinnacle of Nintendo's Switchery podcast perfection. First and foremost, RJS has the voice, the disposition, and maybe most importantly, a love for all things Nintendo. Put all that thing, put all that together in a padded studio, and you're cooking with gas, my man. Uh, the show lasting on average of 30 minutes is absolutely perfect for someone like me, who has just about always slammed with work, 
traveling or just trying to catch up on sleep. I can always squeeze in a half-hour show to get caught up on the latest and greatest Nintendo within the, the, within the Nintendo universe. I really can't say enough good things about the show. It's my all-time favorite, and I highly recommend it to anyone who is just as much of a Nintendo fan as I am. Thanks again, RJS. I wish you lots of success in the future. I'll be supporting you every step of the way. Uh, thank you very much, Mark Raymond. I've given you guys the negatives, and I've given you positives, and I personally think that the podcast is somewhere in the middle. It's it's not the absolute pinnacle of Nintendo's switchery, and it's also not a little one-note. However, I do appreciate everybody that takes time to review the show. It really does help. Uh, I can't get better without feedback from you guys, and when somebody sees a review in the in the store, then they're more likely to give it a shot. Uh, so we're not at five stars anymore. We're below five stars. If you want to help out, one way that you can is by reviewing the show on iTunes. Get us that five-star rating again. Uh, let's jump in to... Oh, no, let's not jump in. We've got an email. Uh, Carl emailed, and they said, Hey there, hope you are well. I am. Uh, they said, I have four friends who own a Switch, yet I'm the only one to have downloaded the Switch online app. The reasons for not downloading it is that it's very bare bones and is not particularly useful. You'll get no argument from me there, Carl. Um, I've come up with a couple of simple ideas which would entice people to use the app. Number one, access to the eShop. Allow me to buy content when I'm away from my Switch. Actually, you can't do that in the app, which is true, but you can do that at Nintendo's website, and I'm pretty sure you could do it on mobile, um, like just using a browser, but I do agree that it would be better if they had the eShop baked right into the app. Uh, number two, allow me to buy Amiibo data and use my phone's NFC to use data on my Switch. Some of the Amiibo, some of the Amiibo are hard to find, and some folk do not want the figurines. Having a digital collection without the clutter, but all the benefits, would be great. Again, I'm not going to argue with you here. This would be fantastic. Now, I know that on Apple's um, phones, NFC is limited only to Apple Pay. So until they open that up, that's probably not going to happen. Um, in addition to that, and I know that you can do some, you could do something like that on on Android. Um, but until it's available to both platforms, I don't think that that is something that Nintendo would do. And even if it were available to both platforms, I don't, I think that Nintendo is anachronistic enough that they want to stick with selling the figures, even if it's not something that customers want. Nintendo has shown time and again that they're not really here to listen to what we want. They're here to show us what they think we want, and most of the time they're right, but there's always a little tiny exception to everything that they give us that we think is terrible uh, to go along with all that we think is great. Um, number three, access to my game screenshots. Take a pick in game, upload to Lakitu, the Nintendo Cloud. That is brilliant, by the way. Nintendo You've got to listen to Carl here. He's got some great ideas. Uh, and have access to them on my phone to do as I want. That would be fantastic. I can't stand that if I want to take a screenshot like we did for the Sonic Switchcraft um, 
time attack uh, contest that we had, which I'm going to announce the winner today. Um, I didn't like that I had to tweet the picture every single time that I wanted to take a screenshot to show it to somebody. It was really irritating, uh, especially I can't win the contest. So why am I? I? I was just trying to show people in the Discord how I was doing compared to them, which was not as good as the winner, I'll tell you that much. Uh, anyway, number four. Uh, most people take their phone everywhere. So to have some sort of street pass, maybe swap friend codes of people you pass, uh, that would be awesome. It, I think the street pass thing would be very cool. It's one of the things about the the DS that was really neat, but didn't catch on where where I live because I live in like a rural area. So the only way to really get um, to get a street pass was to go to like Best Buy and you would download a bunch of them. I think it would be much better and more well received if it was an app on the phone that you could play little street pass games on your phone. Uh, and I think that Nintendo would do very well to port their street pass games from the 3DS to iOS and Android. I think that's a fantastic idea. As far as swapping friend codes with people you pass, I don't think that's a great idea unless you're both pushing a button. Um, I'm already at the friend limit on Nintendo Switch. That's probably because I'm a podcaster and a Twitch streamer and I give my friend code out there uh, liberally. But uh, every time I want to add somebody, I have to go and find someone to delete. That that doesn't mean that you shouldn't add me as a friend on the Switch because I'll take people who add me uh, any day over a bunch of people who I can look at my, my friend code list and just see there's a lot of people that just aren't playing that are on that list. These are people that I met, uh, through NeoGAF or stuff like that. Um, the last thing that they, that Carl asks is, are there any features that you think would make the app better? I don't know that I'm going to have a very good answer for this. So I want to turn this around to you guys. I want to hear what the audience, uh, thinks about, how could they make the app better? I will say the one thing that they could do is make it so that you can shut off the screen while you're using the voice. That's the number one thing that you could do to make the app better. Um, and then include Mario Kart 8 and include ARMS instead of just having it be for Splatoon right now. Uh, anyway, I haven't opened that app up since I think the first week that it came out other than to look at what's on sale in Splatoon. Um, so if you guys could email me or tweet at me, that's runjumpstomp at gmail.com or at runjumpstomp on Twitter or call and leave a voicemail. Uh, that phone number is 260-RUN-JUMP or jump into the Discord or yell at me at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. All of those links you can find in the show notes. Um, but if you guys could... Uh, let me know what are you, what are ways that you think that Nintendo could improve the their online app on mobile. Uh, I really look forward to hearing from you guys. Let's jump into the news. Well, excuse me, princess. All right, Nindies at Night stream was uh, on Hyper RPG's uh, Twitch page. I wasn't able to watch it live because I had something going on, but I caught it the next day on their YouTube channel. Uh, don't fret if you can't find it. Uh, just head on over to Hyper RPG's YouTube channel, and it's right there. I, I kept looking on Nintendo's YouTube channel, and I couldn't find it, and I was very irritated that the only VOD was uh, available behind Hyper RPG's Twitch paywall, but that turned out to not be the case. And um, 
so check it out on YouTube. It's it was it's fun to watch. It's not too long, um, half hour, forty five minutes, something like that. Uh, however, I will say the only thing really to come out of it is the Shovel Knight Amiibo pack that includes Plague Knight, Specter Knight, and King Knight. Those things look fantastic, and I really want them. They're very very cool. I I, I really just want them for decoration. They don't have anything in the game that I really care about. They said that just like with the Shovel Knight um, amiibo, it's basically going to unlock a fairy that will follow you around and like do animations and stuff. Nothing useful in the game, but they're very cool-looking figures. They've done a really great job. And I, I, I have to say that amiibo, that the first run of amiibo were pretty crappy-looking compared to the ones that we're getting these days. And it shows that Nintendo and, um, well, in this case, uh, Yacht Club Games have really got making these figures down. They've done a great job on it. Um, there were other like interviews. Uh, there was an interview with the developers. Well, actually, not the developers. The art guy and the music guy between floor or behind Floor Kids, which is a game that looks super good that I probably won't get because it's the kind of game that I think that I would be terrible at. Um, they interviewed uh, the guys between behind, I keep saying between for some reason, uh, behind Wargroove, uh, which is a game I will be getting. That game looks fantastic. If you loved um, Advance Wars, then Wargroove is it's going to be right down your alley. And uh, they also in, interviewed Suda50... Suda51, uh, who is the guy who made the No More Heroes game, uh, which something that I didn't catch the first time when I saw like the sizzle reel is that the new, new No More Heroes game is basically going to be the um, the titular character is going to be going through various indie games, and he said that he would really like to to partner with a shovel knight on his game. Uh, which is kind of cool. I'm very interested to see what this game is like, especially since I never played the first one or the second one. I think there were two of them. Um, and everybody was very excited when this game was announced. So I'm very interested to check that out. Um, other than that, if you want to watch the, the the video, it's again at Hyper RPG's YouTube channel. And it's pretty fun video. And uh, I found most of the interviews to be very uh, good interviews with uh, interesting information, just nothing earth-shattering. Gaming accessory maker Nyko, or Nico, that's N-Y-K-O, I'm not sure how you're supposed to say it. Uh, they have unveiled images, which I think are probably renders, I'm not sure. It's really tough to tell these days if something is real or a render. Uh, but it is a portable dock. And this thing is very, very small. You can easily snap the switch into it and charge your switch while um, uh, using HDMI into a TV. It comes with three USB ports. Uh, two of them are 2.0. One of them is 3.0. And it supports wired controllers, Ethernet adapters, although I don't see the Ethernet adapter Oh, yeah, yeah. There is there is no Ethernet port on this, so you would have to get a separate Ethernet adapter that's just like the actual uh, Switch um, dock. Um, and then it has a detachable stand that you can also use so that you can use this as a, um, a play stand when you're not actually trying to charge it. 
Um, no, no uh, price information yet, but it looks pretty good. And if you're the kind of person that wants to be able to take your Switch with you someplace and hook it up to other TVs, then Nyko's dock looks like a good idea. Um, I don't know how I feel about the ones where you just set the switch down, uh, blocking the air vents. I know that I've seen videos that show that that really doesn't affect it, but it doesn't stop me from feeling just a little bit nervous. <laughs> well, here's something interesting. NBA 2K18 for the Switch is going to have all of the same content and all of the same modes as the PS4 version. It will also have Amiibo support. Boy, what Amiibos will they have? Are there going to be Amiibos of like LeBron James and other sports ball players who I don't know? Um, that would be kind of interesting, and it's not something that we've seen before. Let's move on to the other stuff, though, because uh, that's all speculation. Um, it looks like in it is going to be having the... Going to be having? That's a terrible sentence. It's going to have the My GM team management which i guess is where you make a team uh you'll have my league my career you'll also get story mode and everything else and this is really surprising they're using the same game engine across all platforms um that's very impressive the the um the graphics it says here as far as the graphics go animation and ai are also the same across all platforms. Uh, visual com concepts push the Switch and its memory to the absolute limits. And the team considered whether or not using the same engine made sense, but they're very glad that they went in that direction at the end. Um, how is this going to be different from the PS4 version? Well, the PS4 and Xbox One versions will run at 60 frames per second, while NBA 2K18 will run for 30 frames or at 30 frames per second on the Switch. So that's really the only difference. Now, in related news, there has been a leak or I don't know if it was a leak or not, but a cover that was uh, shown off of NBA 2K18 and at the top, there was a white border that said some content requires an SD card, uh, meaning that there's just too much stuff to put all on the cartridge. And so you're going to have to download some stuff. And I guess the stuff that you're going to have to download is going to take up quite a bit of room on your Switch. Uh, I'm sure that there's going to be some people out there that are going to be unhappy with this. I really don't care because it's not a game that I'm going to play. And even if it was a game I'm going to play, I do have a memory card for my Switch. However, if you're big into basketball and you don't have a memory card for your Switch, that means that MPA 2K18 is going to be a little more expensive than you were planning on. Now, it, there's one more part that I want to make sure that I explain is that even though it says that it's required for some content you can play the game without an SD card. It's just that some of the content it requires an SD card. My guess is that there's certain modes that they left off of the cartridge because the cartridge couldn't hold enough. I'm not sure. Or maybe to keep the, the cost of the cartridge down. Um, one way or the other, I'm sure that uh, 2K Games will explain what's going on with this at some point in the future, or maybe Nintendo will, or maybe they won't. Uh, one way or the other, that's what's going on. I, I still want to say that I am impressed, though, 
that they're running with the same engine, the same animations, the same AI across all platforms. And the only difference is that the switch is at 30 frames per second, both docked and undocked. Um, it didn't, they didn't say what the resolution would be at, um, in the docked mode of it. Uh, my guess is it's probably going to be 720p both, or maybe it'll get pushed up to 900p. I think there's the next bump up before we get to 1080. Uh, either way, there's not a lot of text that you have to read. So the, um, the lower resolutions won't be that big a deal. Uh, lower resolution isn't a huge deal in games unless you're reading lots of text and then it, then it really jumps out at you. Uh, so we'll, we'll see how it is. I'm sure that the game's going to look fantastic, especially on the small screen of the switch at 720p, 30 frames per second. All right, let's move on to one more story. Hello, due to delivery restrictions on your order, we won't be able to send you your Super Nintendo Classic. This item contains regulated materials classified as dangerous goods that are regulated for transportation by the government through the FAA, DOT, and IATA and cannot be safely transported or delivered by Amazon to your your location. Dangerous goods are substances or materials that may pose a risk uh, to health, safety, property, or the environment while storing, handling, or transporting because they contain flammable, pressurized, corrosive, or other harmful substances. Dangerous goods are present in many consumer product categories, including personal care, flammable fragrances, groceries, aerosols, cooking sprays, and home goods, corrosive bathroom cleaners. These products must be transported to ensure that they are handled with care and therefore are can only be delivered to a street address. This means that we cannot deliver them to P.O. box addresses, pickup locations, or any other destination outside the contiguous United States. All right, so what does this mean? First off, what is it about the Super Nintendo Classic that is so toxic that they can't ship it to Hawaii? So that's what this is all about. Uh, a Redditor uh, named T underscore R-E-X-D, uh, T-Rex-D, uh, they said, I live in Hawaii and got an order cancellation email today. What is it that they can't ship? Uh, and why can't they ship it to a P.O. box? The, the guy said, I don't even have a P.O. box, nor did I place the order under one. Uh, confirmed and acknowledged by the customer service rep. They basically told him, too bad, so sad. We cannot reinstate your order. Uh, he did complain and got a $50 credit. So, again, Nintendo, whatever it is that you're doing here, you're screwing customers over with... And, and I don't know who the fault is on here, Amazon or Nintendo, because I can't imagine any substance that would be in the Super Nintendo Classic that would classify it as being uh, hazardous. It's plastic in a circuit board, and I'm sure that plastic and circuit boards get shipped to Hawaii and uh, every day. So why can't this be shipped? Uh, he's not the only one who's gotten this email from Amazon. I'm very curious as to what this all means. Uh, I doubt that Amazon is going to make any announcement, and I am guarantee that Nintendo will stay zip-lipped and not say a word. Uh, but anyway, if, if any of you also got this message, please let me know. Woo-hoo. 
Well, we're into gameplay now, and I spent all day yesterday working on building my arcade cabinet, which is 90% complete. I spent all day today playing board games with friends, so I didn't really get to play any video games. So I don't have much gameplay to talk about, but I will say that we had our contest featuring uh, Sonic Mania, where we were racing in the Green Hill Zone Act 1 using Sonic as a character, and I said that the winner would receive a Doc Sock of their choice from my wife's Etsy page. That's etsy.com slash shop slash run jump stomp. And the winner, with a time of 31 second, seconds, well, let me say that again, 31 seconds, 77, is uh, Link31254, a.k.a. Johnny LaDuke. So congratulations, Johnny. Uh, you were the fastest. And I got to say, I don't know how you did it. I think my best time was 34 seconds, and the idea of shaving another three seconds off of that is crazy to me. Um, by the way, he's not the best in the world. He's not number one. The number one was like 28 seconds. So somebody was three seconds faster than he was. They just didn't enter the contest. Anyway, uh, I'm going to send you a coupon for 100% off of a doc sock from my wife's Etsy page. Uh, congratulations. And thank you very much to everybody who, uh, tweeted me entries and, uh, filled up the, uh, Sonic time trials channel of our discord with their screenshots and times, but it's not over because at some point in the future, we're going to do a different level of Sonic and you won't know when, and you won't know which level and you won't know which character, but at some point in the future, we're going to do this contest again and you all will have a chance to win a doc sock at some point in the future. Uh, probably when we've got a little more time to make them. Uh, anyway, that's it for gameplay. Let's jump into the lightning round. In the lightning round today, we have some Japanese sales figures. I'm not going to go through all of them. I'm just simply going to tell you that they've got uh, some charts and graphs. And I'm telling you that it is good news for the Nintendo Switch. So I highly recommend that you guys click on the link in the uh, show notes. Check out that article at Kotaku. And look at these numbers because what I will say about it is these numbers are telling me right off that as bad as it is, or I'm sorry, as hard as, as it is to find a Nintendo Switch, Nintendo is outpacing the sales of the PS4 every single week. And I'm not talking about comparing it to the PS4 of today. We're comparing it to the PS4 at launch week for week. For the first week of the Nintendo Switch launch compared to the first week of the PS4 launch. And then do that with the 26th um, week of the Switch launch with the 26th week of the PS4 launch. I will say that last number. Tw at 26 weeks, the Switch sold 69,000 in Japan. And at 26 weeks, the PS4 sold 7,000 in Japan. So Nintendo is killing it. These numbers are fantastic. And if you want more information, click on the link in the show notes. New games coming to the eShop this week. We've got Lego Worlds coming on September 5th. Man, that is just in three days. My son can barely contain his excitement. We've got RBI Baseball on uh, the 5th as well. Do you think we'll get baseball amiibo to go with the basketball amiibo that may be coming? I hope so. I think that would be cool. Even if it's just cards 
that's what they should do. They should put out basketball and baseball cards that are amiibo where you can put them in your um in your team that you are uh building. Uh you know, leave the characters and I've talked about this before. Leave the characters uh, the characters. Leave the players in the game as they normally would be. But if you want to put them on a special team that you can then play against other people, then use the cards for that. I think it would be really fun. Uh, the other game that's coming out this week is The Bridge, which is an indie game. It looks really cool. It's kind of like a black and white thing. Uh, check it out, and um, it's in the eShop. It looks good. Uh, it comes out on the 7th. All right, let's wrap it up. Oh, no, Mario. We've got to do something. I got it. You help us find Donkey Kong, and we'll help you find Herman. That is all the time that we have for today. If there's a story that I missed or a topic that you'd like me to discuss, let me know. Thank you so much to Carl for emailing me. Uh, thank you for the reviews. JJ Echo, Seven Corvo, uh, Jay Cavatu, and, of course, Mark Raymond. Uh, thank you for being a patron. Um, door-to-door geek, you are fantastic. And all the other patrons as well. If you are looking for ways to support the show, you can do so by joining the Patreon, patreon.com slash run, jump, stomp. You can buy Doc Socks or zippered pouches from my wife's fantastic Etsy shop. That's etsy.com slash shop slash run, jump, stomp. You can get an Audible uh, book for free, and um, that's at runjumpstomp.com slash audible. Uh, There'll be a little ad afterwards. And, of course, all these links and more can be found at runjumpstomp.com slash support. Special thanks to Noteblock for the use of the music at the end or at the beginning here. And I will see you guys next time. Bye-bye. Witchcraft is brought to you by Audible. Audible is the publisher and distributor of the world's largest selection of digital audiobooks and spoken word content. Audible customers can listen anytime and anywhere they like to professionally narrated audiobooks across a wide range of genres, including bestsellers, new releases, sci-fi, romances, classics, and more. Get two free audiobooks to start. After 30 days, if you decide to cancel you get to keep the books. If you decide to stay on, and you probably will, get one book every month for $14.95. In addition, you also get 30% off the price of additional audiobook purchases. Cancel anytime. Your books are yours to keep, even if you cancel. You can sign up today for your free 30-day trial at runjumpstomp.com audible.